Panther fans who want to keep pounding. The ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views is from Midstream. Now here's your host Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. The Views from Midstream podcast rolls on, ladies and gentlemen. I am Rob Brown, the great one, Lonzo Wright. So my co-host, my partner in crime, on the other side of the metaphorical glass. Hey, again, if you haven't done it yet, we would appreciate not only for you to subscribe to the Views from Midstream podcast wherever major podcasts are found on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Play, on Apple iTunes, or free on the Odyssey app, but share us around in your social media circle. If you've got one friend out there who's a cat fan send them the pod so they can be a part of helping us grow the community helping us grow the conversation uh i will say one last thing while i'm thinking about it i meant to bring this up before we ended the last segment but it is what it is uh i do wonder and i suspect this is off the table now i suspect this is likely not a possibility so i would have been very happy for Steve Wilkes to stay on board as our defensive coordinator. I'd have been very happy for Steve Wilkes to stay on board as an assistant head coach and defensive coordinator. I think that would have been a great fit. And I think having those two minds together would have gone a very long way into developing this football team further. Uh, That being said, it is likely going to be a bit disappointing that that is no longer a possibility if Wilkes truly is done with the Carolina Panthers because he saw not getting the job as a slight. Well, I mean, when the lawyers get involved, you're pretty much done, aren't you? I, I mean, yeah. that's a because you can the lawyers work for you. In this case, the lawyers work for for Steve Wilkes. He could have said, "Nah, nah, nah don't do that, man. I'm I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to play this that way." Uh, we'll we'll move on to a, to an, another job somewhere else, or even right here. But he allowed the lawyers to speak. That means there is no way he stays with Carolina. He, he is gone, and uh, I hope he lands somewhere. I do. I, I think he's a, I think he's a pretty good defensive coordinator. I'm just not sold on him being a head coach. There are a lot of really good coordinators out there who try their hand at head coach, and they just can't do it. All right, let's talk about. What's next for this team? What is coming up after the hiring of Frank Reich as the next head coach of the Panthers? I had a chance today uh, to talk to a gentleman that covers the Colts uh, for a blog out of Indy after our show went off the air and just kind of kick it back and forth uh, with him, his experience of, of covering Frank Reich up in Indianapolis during his time there. And he gave me some thoughts about Frank Reich. Some I found very interesting. Sure, some some I have a concern about, right? I mean, listen, it's a new guy on the job. Of course, there's going to be some concerns. Uh, I was told when it comes to quarterback, because that's been our big conversation, right? Uh, and, and in fact, the next couple of pods, as we now have a head coach and start making our way towards the NFL draft, We will spend quite a bit of time breaking down quarterbacks, breaking down players that could be drafted by the Panthers, uh, draft strategy, et cetera, et cetera. But we got to talking about quarterback and kind of what Frank Wright values in a quarterback. And what I got told is that Reich is a dude that 
loves to focus in his passing coordinated game, loves to focus on passes over the middle and the occasional deep shot built. He likes big, tall, wide receivers who can block on the edge. He likes receivers that have big frames so that they can protect the football because he's not going to throw a ton of shots deep. He will win. Defenses start cheating the middle. But he told me that the other aspect of that is, especially if you look through the history of quarterbacks that Frank Reich has been successful with, the ones he's been successful with uh, are predominantly the guys that have uh, some level of height and girth. They've got some stature to them. Not really skinny mobile quarterbacks, but guys who can stand in the pocket, absorb a little contact, and get the ball over the top. And predominantly, that is because Frank Wright uses a lot of mesh concept football, right? Like, it's not really an RPO, but there are some RPOs in it. It is kind of a a, a real hefty mix of both. And so with those mesh concepts, you've got to plan on a lot of crossing routes over the middle because you're trying to pull defenses towards you by having a, a, a run fake followed by a very quick play action over the middle. If you can get the linebackers to come up and attack the run, you got to have a guy who can develop the football rapidly over the middle of the field. Uh, so he's looking for guys that are very good at possession and he's looking for quarterbacks that have frame can eat up contact and can kind of push through that and still end up making big throws. I don't know if Matt Corral is really that guy, right? Like I, 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 yeah, don't I think, know. I think we, I think we both know the one guy on the team that kind of fits that mold and I'm not liking the direction you're going. I mean, if we're being honest, the one That's guy the, on the on the roster is Sam Darnold. You just you describe Sam Darnold to a T. Yeah, that you is did. correct. So, the what's next portion of this before we get to coordinators and assistant coaches, of course, is does this mean Sammy D gets another ride with the Cats? Because based on my brief film studies since yesterday. Based on my conversation with friends of mine in the media that cover the Colts, Sam Darnold absolutely fits the quarterback profile that Frank Reich has been uh, successful with almost to a T. It's, it's, it's kind of the direction that he likes to go there. And Sam Darnold fits in that. And on top of that, as you and I have both pointed out, Lonzo, we've seen some games, more games that we have than we have. But we have seen some games where Sam Darnold has done that. He's taking contact. He's been able to run the ball. He's been able to deliver the football even through contact. Uh, And Frank Reich is a guy who has given some guys that were considered fall-offs some of the better years of their career, right? Carson Wentz is in that group, for instance. Uh, Everybody thought when Phil Rivers left the then San Diego Chargers to go to Indy, that he was going to wash out, had a pretty good year under Frank Wright. He has taken guys who were supposedly done at that position and given them, maybe not Pro Bowl years, but career years of theirs. I don't know that Sam Darnold's not going to get another ride unless a Bryce Young or a C.J. Stroud end up tumbling down the draft board to that five, six, seven range and become a little less expensive in terms of draft capital. 
I uh, I don't like anything you've said in the last five minutes of this podcast, and uh, I'm trying to expunge it from my brain. I don't know if I could possibly do that. I am not not a Sam Darnold hater, but I love me some C.J. Stroud, and I'm willing to straight up Mike Dicka the whole thing and just trade them all for C.J. Stroud. Is that unrealistic? No, I don't think so. I I don't think so. I think C.J. Stroud is that good. I think he's better than any quarterback that's on the roster right now, whether they fit the mold that Frank Reich wants or not, because a good coach will adjust to the talent that they have, and that's talent up there. And if you can go get that talent, you should go get that talent. Um, if you if 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 he's going to do what you were talking about as far as how he sets up the offense, he's already got all those pieces. So what are you going to use the draft picks for? Defense, yeah, you should do that. Or you trade three or four of them and go up and get the quarterback. So there's there's another thing that comes into play there, which is as we mentioned again, if you believe that scouting analysis of Frank Reich and his success. I don't see C.J. Stroud and Carson Wentz. I don't see C.J. Stroud and Phillip Rivers. I don't see C.J. Stroud and Andrew Luck. I don't see C.J. Stroud and any of the quarterbacks that Frank Reich has had success with during his time as an NFL coach. Now, that's not to say that he would not have success with a guy like C.J. Stroud. I'm saying C.J. Stroud doesn't fit the profile that Frank Reich has had success with uh, during the course of his career in earning the only plus 500 record in the NFC South as it stands right now. Um, So I, I get a bit worried about that. I will tell you who just became much more interesting to me. And it was a guy that three days ago, I'd have said absolutely not. In fact, I'd have said, if you want this guy, Trade back 10, 11 spots, and he'll still be there. It's that big of a reach. But who becomes very interesting to me now, Lonzo, is Anthony Richardson, the six foot three, 220 pound running quarterback out of the University of Florida, who I still think is a reach at number nine overall, but he much more closely fits the mold of the offense, Frank Reich likes to run the style he likes to run. He gives you the option as a running quarterback, very similar, I think, to what Jalen Hurts is doing for Philadelphia right now. He's going to take a little bit more development than a Will Levis. He's going to take more development than a C.J. Stroud or a Bryce Young. But I think if you give me one year with Sam Darnold, with Anthony Richardson learning the game for a year, he could be a project that could completely bust and flame out and waste the ninth overall pick, or Frank Wright turns him into a hybrid Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts monster, and we got a dynasty on our hands. Or maybe, because we don't know who this is going to be, whoever the offensive coordinator is comes in and brings his own thing, and Frank Wright just, just concentrates on the quarterback. Yeah, but like you gotta. Have I mean, I, well, well, you're gonna. Uh, I mean, get him one. Make and, and Frank Reich is the offensive coordinator. All right, he'll have a guy who helps him scheme and game plan and all that. Frank Reich is the offensive coordinator of this team now. I believe that. 
We'll see. We'll see. No, no I agree, and that, and that's probably how it should be. But if he brings in a guy who convinces him, hey, this is – I'm not going to say transcendent, but this is an opportunity for an excellent athlete in, in C.J. Stroud, we need to go up and get him. And, and maybe, maybe his offensive philosophy changes a little bit according to the talent he has. Probably the closest thing to, to this, in my opinion – um, would be uh, Andrew Luck because Andrew Luck had – and I'm not saying that C.J. Stroud is going to be as good as Andrew Luck potentially would have been if he hadn't retired. But I think he's on that level with him. And I don't – and other than Andrew Luck, I don't think that Frank Reich has had a quarterback like that. And he could get one if he's willing to trade it all away and move up and get C.J. Stroud. Big ask, man. Big ask. That's a that's a lot of capital no, and a lot of big other ask. spots it's that you can address. Do. It's a thing to do. You want to endear yourself to Carolina fans. I know it doesn't matter, but it helps. You want you want the bank full. You want you want you want excitement. CJ Stroud will bring you all of that. We're going to find out, ladies and gentlemen. We are now, what, inside of two months away from the beginning of the NFL's 2023 draft. Uh, we will put this episode to bed. We'll be back on Tuesday of next week with the next episode in which we will likely have a little bit of direction. You are really optimistic right now. I like it. I like it. Uh, (laughs) We will be back next uh, Tuesday in the next episode. I suspect we'll at least have a bit of an idea of what the offensive staff and defensive staff are going to look like. Frank, I will say this before we sign off and I appreciated this. Frank Wright got asked in his, in his opening uh, interview up there in Charlotte, what is your plan for filling out your staff? And he said, listen, I'm not just calling up my buddies. I'm here to build a good staff. And that, listen, get rid of the nepotism and hire me a damn football staff is what I'm looking for. And Frank Reich sounds like he's moving that direction. So hopefully by next Tuesday, we will have at least the first few names that could be rounding out that staff. Lonzo, before we get out of here, other than CJ, 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 any final words for the people? Channel your answer, Dicka. Trade it all away for CJ. Uh, ask the Saints how that worked a few years back, and we'll see how it goes. Ladies and gentlemen, he's the great one, Lonzo Reitzel. My name is Rob Brown. We're back next Tuesday with another episode of The Views from Mint Street Podcast. Keep pounding, baby.